Barum is relationships. Barum is you and me and everyone in America. What are you talking about? The room is different cookie cutter mm-hmm. from Hollywood. Yeah, man, you never know. People are very strange these days. What's going on? Welcome to the Room Minute, the podcast where we get obsessed with the cinematic classic, The Room, one minute at a time. You have no idea what kind of trouble you're in here, do you? Why are you so hysterical? We always wanted people actually talk about it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, we started with a sex joke right before the, the recording. Right before the recording starts. Uh, um. <laughs> oh, hi, Allison. Oh, hi, Rob. Oh, hi, Johan. Hey, uh, the threesome and, in this sex and, scene. Oh, hi, listeners. Awkward. We're here to talk about minute 68 of The Room in which... What was your Marvin Gaye line, Allison? Oh, let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's as good a title as any because arguably nothing happens in this minute. You know, it's just more of the same scene. Yep. And then the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. So one of the things I thought was a little bit weird about the sex scene as it went on is you can clearly tell they're separated. Like something between them? Yes. Because normally they put the barrier first and then they put a blanket on top. Right. So it makes it seem like they're both under just one blanket. Yeah. But this one, it's like, okay, they are clearly separated. I don't have it running. Is it the same sheet is between them? It doesn't look like you can clearly see the sheet tucked in underneath Greg. Ah. And for some reason, there's a purse on that, on that pillow. Yeah. Who, I, who I noticed their purse sitting there. I'm like, why is that there? Yeah. I, I hate to if... call this out, but Allison, do you leave your purse on the, the bed with you? No. <laughs> No, yes. Not personally. All right. So that's, that's one of one. And I'm going to count that as a whole lot of people that unless you're drunk at a party or something like that, you're inebriated and you just throw everything on the, the bed with you. No one purposely leaves their purse, but I don't think that's hers either. No, I wondered if it was like the makeup person's bag or something else and got left too close to the set. Like, so it's like the Starbucks cup and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Just got left there. Cause I, at first I didn't notice it until I was counting the camera setups and I'm like, wait, yeah. it's sitting on the bed. Maybe it's a Merce. Like, maybe it's oh, um, Greg it? Johnny's or, man purse. Oh, Johnny's. No. Or maybe it's Greg's. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're having sex in front of Johnny's man purse. <laughs> Johnny's man purse is witnessing it. <sighs> that could. <laughs> maybe it's Greg's. <laughs> you know what would be really, really awkward though? What Boy. if. Because we've been on this this whole theory that Tommy wrote this about being wronged by a girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. What if that purse belonged to that girl? Oh. oh. That's not. And I wouldn't sad. put it past him that he would do that. Like he stole it from her. Like maybe it was a gift and he's just like, well, I'm taking this back. And then here it is. Would it surprise anybody if that were true? No. Yep. So, cause we can, I mean, it does not look like a makeup artist's bag because they tend to be bigger because they hold a ton of different types of brushes. 
Like this thing is small. Again, you're thinking of a real production. Yeah. But <laughs> no, but I'll give it that the crew knew what they were doing, not him. The technical crew, like the camera crew and Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know if the makeup person I think the makeup person didn't come from Well, from the disaster artist, it seemed like they actually did know what they were doing. Yeah. Because they were taking I think yeah, they knew what they were doing. They were just under under staffed. Yes. Like one makeup person, one costume person. And this purse doesn't seem like it could hold a makeup brush. That you would <laughs> actually need like a substantial one that you would actually need for production that you go on set with because you can't bring your whole kit again you're thinking of a real production <laughs> i okay but i am giving the people that worked on this movie other than yeah, Tommy yeah. so more credit because i think they actually were competent yeah the benefit of the doubt because these are the people that over prepare because they don't know what they need true and they want to look professional and this could be their first one whatsoever. I remember I was looking at I was looking at a still from behind the scenes of Annihilation, and I'm like, okay, I figured out one of the people was the makeup artist because I'd seen a picture of her on a like a behind the scenes video. I'm like, who are these two people next to her? And I re- when I looked it up and found like pictures of them online, they were assistant makeup people. It was three makeup people. With, like, <laughs> two of them had bags, one of them had some other thing, and like they were ready for anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that description fits. <laughs> That's why I'm just giving them a bit of credit that they knew what they were doing when they were filming, and that couldn't be theirs. Because, I mean, to kind of quote, is it Ted Bundy, in a way? On your first couple murders, you know where everything is, and then, the like, later on, you start to forget your wrench. So, I, I, you know, this this is a type of case where you're like, you really have everything. And you're like, do I have everything? Okay, everything is where it's supposed to be before they move on. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm really just giving a lot of people that worked on this film way, probably way more credit than. Yeah. But I like to hope that I'm giving them the exact amount of credit they deserve. I don't know half of you half as well as I should like. And I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. I think a lot of the, just like the actors, a lot of the crew probably. Yeah. And not would rather move on from this and be better than this. Yeah. So. Cause it doesn't, they really don't seem like they're into it because right. Greg is rocking like a seesaw left to right, not up to down. <laughs> Do you notice that? Yeah. 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 So. I don't know what that does, but it does nothing for me if I do that. It did nothing for me. I mean, I know the general consensus of statistics is you always have to ask at least 48 people to find finalize a populist type of statistic. But between the three of us, does that do anything for you? No. Uh -uh. Survey set. There we go. So I'm going to say that 100% this was not intended to be an actual sexual maneuver. Now, the audience does like it, though, because <laughs> I do have notes from Midnight Screen for this Yes, time. yes, that makes me happy in a way. Notes from the Midnight Screening. They do the same thing twice this minute under two circumstances, and we've heard it before. 
in the middle of this minute, they start saying, go, 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 go. And that's for Greg. <laughs> then at the end of the minute, when we're on the Golden Gate Bridge, we get a scream of water. And then because the camera is moving alongside the bridge, you get the go, 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 go. So the audience does finally get their shit back together yeah. after a minute of being really awkward. I mean, this is a minute and a half. Like, it is weird. <laughs> when it started the previous minute, you didn't even see the beginning of it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. At least, like, near the end, it seems like a real sex scene. Yeah. But it cuts out to a blurred shot, or he's actually in focus, but <laughs> it's just not positioned correctly. We don't know at this point. No. Because if Tommy set up the cameras, then it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we've had scenes like this. All right. So... Water. Yeah. And then we get, we finally get out of the scene. We're going to watch the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. We're going to watch Full House. (laughs) This is, yeah. (laughs) That's how it goes, right? Yeah. I think so. What is that theme song? Jeez. (laughs) I can't think of it. Whatever happened to predictability? (laughs) The milk man TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. I am more familiar with that theme song now from Allison singing it each time we bring it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I never really watched that show. But but this... I'm really good with theme songs. This is the stock photo from Full House Intro, isn't it? No. This is their shot. They This is probably the first shot they did when they went up to San Francisco. They went up above the Golden Gate, shot to, shots of the bridge, and they didn't get a permit for that or anything. They went somewhere else in San Francisco and did some shots. They went somewhere else. So, no, this is theirs. Okay. Tommy wasn't going to buy stuff if he didn't have to. He's cheap. Which is interesting because it's probably cheaper to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah, because they they zoomed out from the the family before they hit the bridge. So that would be impossible to get a stock photo of that. It's just weird because even through this, when you see the rest of the film, there is no color correction. No. Like, it really seems like they use a completely different camera. And it's well. Once they were in San Francisco, they I'm pretty sure they weren't using the two cameras. They were using something else. Yeah, but in editing, well, all right, we're talking about competent editing at this point. Yeah. Well, he did have he did hire an editor. Oh, he did. But also, he sat there and told them what to do. So. Yeah. All right. So that that doesn't count. Right. <sighs> yeah, because someone would have corrected this coloring. And we'll get to more of their shooting in San Francisco on Friday. Yep. I have a bit of cliff notes about this. 
they wanted to establish that this sex scene was filmed in the city of San Francisco. Oh, why they cut from that to the bridge? Yeah, because it was filmed in San Francisco. Did you know that? Of course. (laughs) So. (laughs) No, I've been outside the place where they filmed this stuff. Uh, So, no. (laughs) It's on Highland. It's in Hollywood. Isn't this in a public park? Well, when they're outside. Yeah. No, but where they get this, where they film this bridge. So it looked like some people just filming a bridge. Turns out it's for Oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on how big a camera they had. Yeah. Yeah. So they just went to a public area to film it. Yeah. Like something that they didn't have to get any shooting rights for. Unless they linger there too long, then someone would notice. Yeah. So they got a couple shots and left. If you're at the edge of the cliff, you know, you don't have to film any of the people nearby. Right. So we have an establishing shot for 20 seconds, is it? Close to? Long time. Yeah. It's a while. It felt long enough for me to be like, was this the whole minute? And then be like, no. Yeah. (laughs) So it was long enough so you forgot what came before it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is this it? It was long. So this is the fourth week I've been on The Room. Yeah. And I find it kind of like the telltale of the whole movie. Every week I've been on, there's been an establishing shot of San Francisco. Right. <laughs> because you forget. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every time I've been on, we've established it's in San Francisco. That's why it's great when the audience will go like, meanwhile, in San Francisco. <laughs> Oh, God. They do this stuff. Uh, yeah, he wants to make sure you know. Yeah. I don't know why it's set in San Francisco. I mean, Tommy wrote it when he... Well, no, he didn't even write it there. Yeah. Like, I mean, he had an apartment there, but I think he wrote it in L.A. I don't know. But you... You really could have put this anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Could have been in Chicago. It only matters because they want yeah, establishing but, shots. But they had to go out of their way. Which is, well, I should point this out on Friday, I guess, but establishing shots make this movie far better than so many bad movies. True. Because most don't bother. And she's like, I don't know where this scene is. Here, you know. Oh, it's the apartment building. Oh, the, the point I'm trying to make is they, they went out of their way to get these establishing shots. Yes. And then no, no part of the movie do they actually say they're in San Francisco. Nope. So they could have had any scene in the back. Yes. That's kind of what I mean. It's just. And we don't even need this scene in the park that's coming up. Yes. Um, if we had, if we had the rooftop footage with the green screen still on it, we could just change where we're set. Yes. It could have been, they could have had LA make it easier and lazy for them and the shot the Capitol Records building. Yeah. There's enough stuff in LA that they could, it could have been anywhere. Yep. Oh. All right. Tommy just liked San Francisco. I mean. It's weird because I only feel for San Francisco in this movie because it was established, et cetera, in San Francisco. Yeah. But if they did in like Chicago and showed the, the giant bean or something like that, we could have felt for Chicago. Right. So I'm just saying that just more that these establishing shots mean nothing to the film. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, anyway, Johan, how can the audience hear more from you? Okay, you guys can find me on ID for a minute. It's about Independence Day where we go over the movie one minute at a time with Matt Soto and Alex. Alex was on Galaxy Quest Minute. Matthew Soto and I did the Roughneck Minute where we went over Starship Troopers one minute at a time. There's nothing wrong when people make fun of the project. In this case, The Room. The Room Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Follow The Room Minute on all the obvious social media. If you've got any stupid comments after the show, you can leave them in your pocket on Facebook. 
If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if a lot of people loved each other, the world would be a better place to live. Leave us! <laughs>